0: Welcome to Chasing Spirituality, a podcast for people looking to expand their consciousness, raise their vibration, and learn more about a variety of spiritual topics. I'm your host, Maggie, and each episode will give you insight into something different in the spiritual world. Crystals, aliens, witchcraft, ghosts, energetic healing and different healing modalities, manifestation, past lives plant medicine, shadow work, and much more. There will be solo episodes, I'll interview guests, and we'll even have an occasional story time. Don't forget to follow me on social media so you can get access to insights, tips and tricks, new products, events, and more. I'm so excited to share this magic with you. So let's get started. Hey, everybody. Today, we're going to be talking about misery. <laughs> misery and just um, negativity. All that jazz. So, I definitely don't want anyone to feel like this episode is telling them that they can't ever be negative. Uh, toxic positivity is Definitely, a thing it's really big in the spiritual community, and that is not at all what this episode is about. So, um, I want to clarify by starting by you know by starting off and saying that you are entitled to feel your feelings and feel your emotions, even the ones that are not so great. And in fact, you should feel those feelings. You should feel your emotions. You should feel. When you're sad, when you're grieving, when you're angry, when you're upset, you should allow yourself the space to feel those things because that is what's going to heal you. And that's what's going to really push you to get through it. And if we never allow ourselves to feel the true emotions that we have, that's when we become stagnant. That's when we stop moving forward and we stop growing and we just bottle it up and it turns into something much worse. So now that that's out of the way, there's a difference between feeling your feelings and letting yourself grieve, and letting yourself get it out, and you know, express yourself, um, do something proactive to move the emotion, whatever that may be, and then just being negative, and bitter, and toxic all the time. There is a difference. And if you're not sure what the difference is, then I can tell you right away that you need to bring some awareness around your thoughts. And this is not me judging you because I've been there extremely and I still have moments where I have to check myself regularly. So it doesn't matter how enlightened you say that you are, it doesn't matter how spiritual you are or, you know what kind of person you are and how positive you are, we all have moments where we can be a little bit more aware of what we're thinking and how we're acting and how we're treating ourselves and how we're treating other people. So this conversation that we're talking about today, these topics about, you know, negativity and, you know, misery is definitely not me judging you. And it's definitely not me saying that I'm better than you because I'll be right in that boat drilling holes next to you. So for me, what I try to do and what I have always done once I started my healing journey is I try to bring some awareness around my thoughts when I can tell that I am in a negative mood, when I'm in a bad mood, when I'm angry or grumpy, when I'm being judgmental. When I'm treating others unfairly, when someone has me triggered, when I'm having a bad day, when I can tell that my vibration is lower than what it normally is. And sometimes I don't notice it right away. You know, a lot of times, you know, we are emotional beings, we don't always notice the moment that. A different emotion starts to set in sometimes it it takes a little bit of time before our awareness catches up it really just depends on the situation it depends on the day it depends on where you're at you know not only in your spiritual journey and your healing journey but just where you are in that moment you know there's certain triggers that happen to us and we're so wound up and we're so triggered that we may it may take us days or weeks Or even months before we realized that we were wrong. Before we realized that we overreacted or that we could have let things go, you know, much sooner. And then you may have other situations where you noticed your behavior a lot more quickly. It doesn't take you as long to get there. You can calm yourself down, you know, within a few minutes. But the main thing is, is you have to become aware. And to do this is start observing your thoughts and your emotions. When you notice that you are thinking things that don't really feel like you, they are not in alignment with who you are or what you want to, you know, do with your life, who you want to be, how you want to act, how you want to treat people, When you notice those things, instead of continuing the thoughts and continuing the behaviors and the patterns, just stop for a second and ask yourself, why? Why am I feeling this way? What is causing me to react this way? What has me triggered? What am I not being honest with myself about? Because most of our triggered moments... They're not actually anything to do with what triggered us or who triggered us or what they did or what he did or what she said. Most of the time, they're things that are going on internally. And this is the same when you trigger someone, when someone takes their anger out on you, when someone takes their hatred out on you, when they judge you. It's easy to feel offended. It's easy to, you know, snap back at them. Trust me, I know. But even in those situations, if you're able just to take a breath and stop for a second and really think about it, you can probably pinpoint where that limiting belief of theirs is coming from. You can probably figure out why they're judging you. A lot of times people judge us Because they would not be comfortable doing what we're doing. They would not be comfortable with themselves to say what we said or act the way that we acted. No matter what that is. You know, so say it's your spirituality. It's your spiritual practices. Say it's, you know, your identification as a witch. And say, you know, you have some family members that aren't supportive. They, you know, maybe are openly unsupportive of your beliefs, or maybe they just drop, you know, little comments here and there and you know, gaslight you and make you feel bad about it. They just tear you down in small ways. More than likely, they feel this way because when it comes to them being honest about what they believe and what's important to them, and when it comes to their religious practices or their spiritual beliefs and their spiritual practices, they had beliefs forced upon them by their family, by their peers, by you know their parents, and they felt like they couldn't deviate from the normal. They felt like they had to be a sheep and follow the herd or they would be judged or they would be ridiculed or made fun of or, you know, slandered or whatever. So instead of them acknowledging that deep down, the reason they judge you is because they feel judged. Deep down, they judge you because they feel like they can't be themselves and they're truly just jealous that you can so they're going to project that on you instead they're going to project those feelings about their own beliefs and their own spiritual practices on to you because it's hard for them to see you doing the things that they wish that they could do and more than likely they're not even aware Of this they are completely oblivious to the fact that they're projecting to the fact that they are treating you this way because of something going on with them internally most people don't realize that they do this most people are completely unaware when they project but nine times out of ten when we're triggered we're projecting Now, if you are able to calmly express the way that you feel to someone without feeling triggered, without feeling, you know, some kind of emotion that gets, you know, just that bubbling feeling in your stomach, whether it's anger or sadness or fear or whatever it is, if you're able to calmly express your disapproval or you know, the fact that, you know, you just don't agree, set those boundaries, then I would say that you potentially may not be projecting. Again, some people just get really good at keeping it calm, so in some situations, you still may want to bring some awareness around why you feel the way that you feel, um, especially if it is more towards um, a disapproving type of feeling. Because in most situations, when we disagree with someone, we're still not going to technically disapprove. We're just not going to agree with them. And we can tell them, well, you know, I don't agree with you and I think that you're wrong. But there's not usually any kind of strong reaction or emotion to it. And if there is, then in some way you're triggered and in some way that trigger is has something to do with either something else that has happened to you that has caused some kind of limiting belief or some kind of trauma and that memory is resurfacing or you're projecting. So this is really when, especially if you notice yourself having a lot of bad days, if you notice yourself constantly judging others, constantly you know disapproving of what other people say and do and you're always angry you're always mad at someone you always find someone that you don't like in a group you don't you know rarely like to meet new people because you don't like people you know that that's probably a very strong key indicator that you need to reevaluate your beliefs, and your thinking patterns. Because you're becoming miserable over the actions and the decisions of of someone else. You're letting, you know, what everyone does around you affect you. And that's not good. Your happiness should not be dependent upon someone else you know now there's situations that I get you know this may happen especially you know if it's somebody that we're really close to someone that we really care about and the situation may be you know more extreme that's that's a different situation I'm not talking about things that are you know more extreme I'm talking about just your everyday situations like, so you're at work and your coworker doesn't, you know, hold up their end of the deal. They slack off and they make a mistake. They don't finish the job on time like they were supposed to. Um, they cause you to have to do a bunch of extra work. You know, all of these things are frustrating, I get, but if... All of these situations constantly put you in a terrible mood to where you're literally like fuming and angry and have to go and vent to another coworker, or go home and vent to, you know, your spouse, your partner or whatever. Like that might be an indicator that you need to really think about your thoughts and how easily you let people control your emotions. Another thing that, you know, would point to this is not only like little everyday situations like that with maybe people at work, but also with your partner. Do you always stress the little things? Do you get overwhelmingly upset when they forget to take out the trash or they don't call you on their way home? or they didn't, you know, walk the dog or whatever, you know, just like little things that we all, you know, we all do. We all forget. We all make those mistakes. Do those things affect you to the point to where you can literally feel angry? Because that to me is just is so silly. And, you know, don't get me wrong, like, I have definitely have my moments. Again, not judging at all. I have moments, for sure, where, I mean, someone could burp in my direction and it would set me off. Like, no, don't be doing that around me. Like, I get it, okay? But when I get in those situations where I can tell that I'm just ill and... Everything is annoying me and everything is just driving me crazy and making me mad. I, I'm, to me, that's immediately a sign that I'm not okay. Like, I am not in the right state of mind. I'm way too triggered. My anxiety is way too high. And I need to do something as soon as possible to calm down and get right with myself. But oftentimes, we don't, we don't do that. We don't take the time to check ourselves and say, hey, no, like, there's something more going on here. I'm really triggered, and I shouldn't, I shouldn't be reacting this way. I shouldn't be this angry just because, you know, a few little things went wrong today. I got caught in a traffic jam. I spilled coffee on my shoe You know, my partner forgot to get chicken out and thaw it for dinner. You know, a lot of times we don't take the time to check ourselves because we're too caught up in the emotion. We're too caught up in our feelings. But if we were able to stop and reflect and let ourselves calm down, Most of the time, it really has nothing to do with what is currently triggering us. It has nothing to do with what what has happened today. It normally is just a compilation of multiple bad things that just ended up making your mood worse and worse and worse. And it slowly, you know, lowered your vibration because you allowed it to because you never stopped yourself from thinking, you know, the negative thoughts or it's something deeper than that. It's some kind of limiting belief that's still programmed inside of us that we know is not true deep down. Like our soul is, is fighting it. Our soul is battling that limiting belief, but our, you know, we don't realize that. So Instead of us, you know, tapping into it and realizing that we have this limiting belief. Instead, we create this war in our head. And it causes our vibration to lower because now we're out of alignment. And it also could be from, you know, some severe kind of trauma as well. Which I still believe causes limiting beliefs. It's just, you know, usually a lot more severe. So... In this kind of situation, if something has triggered a trauma response, then not only do you have the limiting beliefs there, but your nervous system is probably also reacting. When we've experienced trauma of any degree, especially if it's been something that we've experienced long term or something that we've had multiple exposures to, our nervous system is shot. Our nervous system will go off and be set off and react over little things. I mean, that's what PTSD is. Post-traumatic stress disorder is a dysregulated nervous system. And what happens when you have a dysregulated nervous system is the things that normally would just annoy someone or irritate them or, you know, maybe cause a bad day or a couple bad moments. Instead, it's like a thousand times worse. That's why people with PTSD will often have outbursts, outbursts of anger, especially because anger is an easier um, emotion to express than sadness and grief. So, you know, instead of that person who's traumatized, Instead of them just, you know, getting frustrated or annoyed, maybe rolling their eyes. Instead, they're going to be the one that shouts back at you. They're going to be the one that, you know, is truly, like, triggered. And it's because the body, the nervous system, doesn't know what's real, what's a real threat and what isn't anymore. Because it's so dysregulated that it's like, well... You know, I guess everything is a threat. So when I feel any kind of stressful emotion, I'm just going to go into fight, flight, or fawn. And that's exactly what happens. That's what your nervous system does. So if you notice that you have extreme reactions a lot, it's very, very likely that you have a dysregulated nervous system. And... I am also guilty of that. I um, my have a dysregulated nervous system. I will say that I have done a lot of healing for mine. And since then, I am a lot more aware of my extreme reactions. Not all the time, but um, when I am triggered, I'm usually able to calm it down a lot sooner than what I what I used to but what it comes down to is like just checking yourself really like if you notice that you're always judging people people you know people you don't know people on the street celebrities people on social media if you're always judging them and finding ways to criticize them or make fun of them or Tear them down in some way, whether big or small, you can guarantee that the reason you are judging them, the reason you are tearing them down, is because that's how you feel about yourself. You are projecting those thoughts on them because that's what you would do to yourself. If you're making fun of them because you know they're outgoing and bubbly and positive then you're you wish that you could be that way that's one that's one example of something that could be going on internally if you're judging them because they are you know showing too much skin or you know, acting inappropriate or indecent in your opinion, maybe it's because you're uncomfortable with your body. Maybe you wish that you could be as comfortable in your skin as they are. When we tear down other people, we have to look at how do we tear ourselves down? And the best way to do that is to notice when you're tearing others down and instead change it. Start lifting them up instead. If you notice yourself going there and starting to think negative thoughts about them and starting to be judgmental, just stop and change it. Think of something good to say about them. Think of something positive about them because the more you do that the more you become understanding and accepting and loving of who other people are the more you're going to love yourself the more you're going to hold space and compassion for yourself everyone's all about self-love and you know self-improvement and self-care and I'm, I'm happy. I'm, I'm happy about it. That's one thing that I, I mean, that's one thing that I have struggled with for my entire life. But I'll say that since I stopped judging others and started praising them instead, I noticed that my, my negative talk, self-talk has gone down tremendously. Because everything that I was feeling about myself, I was projecting on them. Because I wasn't confident. Because I didn't love myself. I didn't think I was worthy. It has nothing to do with them. So that's what you have to, to do to really embody These positive emotions and embody self-love and embody joy and compassion. Joy is a muscle. We have to work it out just like any other muscle. Especially when you've experienced trauma. Especially when you have a lot of limiting beliefs or you have a lot of factors that have clouded your judgment and clouded what's real and especially in a society that puts so much pressure on us to be perfect. It's not easy to always see the best in people and see the best in ourselves. It's not always easy to be happy and to be positive and to let things go and to choose Acceptance and compassion over judgment and hatred. These things are not easy because not only are they, not only are these things programmed inside of us from our own issues and our own trauma and our own upbringing, but we also have our ancestral trauma as well. And awareness is the only way to get through it. Awareness and love. So I, I encourage you to, yes, feel your feelings. Let yourself be angry. Let yourself be mad. For as long as you need to. But I also encourage you to question yourself on the reasons why you're feeling these, this way in the first place. And then to do something to move that emotion out of your body so that you can move forward there are many different things we can do to move emotion most of the time they're easy things you can you can cry you can cry it out you can journal it out you can do you know movement therapy you can shake you can do breath work, you can do some kind of exercise or some kind of activity, you can scream, you can punch something, you can listen to sad music or angry music, you can talk to someone and just vent. You can talk to yourself, you can talk to your angels, to your guides. These are ways to process and get through emotion. These are healthy ways. Instead of just bottling it in. Because when we bottle it up, it stays there. It stays there and it becomes this thorn. It becomes this thorn that's always there. And is always poking and stabbing at us. Until... If we ever pull it out. So once you feel like the emotion has been processed. You've done some things to work through it. Get through it. You've got your mind right. Then let it go. If it comes back up. Then question it again. If it comes back up. Then maybe you didn't get through it all. Maybe there's still some limiting beliefs lingering there that you need to ask yourself because you keep having the same triggers surface and that's okay some limiting beliefs take time most of them and most of them do they take time to get through and that's okay as long as you're aware that it's not true that what you're thinking what you're feeling it comes from somewhere else It's simply your soul arguing with your mind. And telling you, hey, this doesn't sound right. This doesn't feel right. There's something going on here. And then from there, you can eventually get to the root of it. That's what root work is. That's what shadow work is. Is getting to the root of... Our emotions and where they really come from. What's really causing us to have these feelings of regret and shame and hatred. And then other other than that, and moving through it, and and then just bringing awareness to your triggers. You know, you could journal. A journal is a great way to uncover limiting beliefs because you'll start to see patterns. You'll start to see patterns in your behaviors, patterns in what triggers you. And when you can develop find the pattern, you can find what's causing the pattern. What belief is causing this behavior and this reaction? We always have a choice. Sometimes in the moment, we don't think that we do because are easy to react. It's easy for us to, to jump to anger. Jump to those types of emotions. Because it's easier than facing the truth. But we always have a choice. On what we say, what we do, how we react. Happiness is a choice. Acceptance and love is a choice. And if you are operating from anything other than love, you are operating from fear. So you have to ask yourself what are you afraid of? Are you afraid of being rejected? Are you afraid of being abandoned? Are you afraid of being made fun of? Are you afraid of being excluded? Of being boring or ordinary they all come from fear and to get through it you have to figure out what you're afraid of and why just remember that it is a process it takes time and after you uncover limiting beliefs there will always be more to uncover Because that's part of the journey. It's part of our growth and our evolution. We'll always have something we can do to become better. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I think it shows that that's what we're here for. We're here to learn, we're here to learn lessons and to grow and to evolve. And your soul chose to be here during this time to learn these lessons. I mean, how beautiful is that? To know that you're struggling with your fear of betrayal and your fear of rejection and you're struggling with self-love and, and doubt. Because that's what your soul wanted to work on. Your soul was like, hey, this lifetime, I want to learn how to love myself so I can love others. Because until we learn how to truly embody love and love ourselves for who we are, you can't really love others. Not fully. So whenever you're finding yourself having a bad day, feeling triggered, in a bad mood, just ask yourself, hey soul, what are we trying to learn today? What are you trying to help me move through so that I can evolve and I can align with my higher self? Did you enjoy that episode? Great. Make sure you share it with someone you love. It would really mean a lot to me if you would take the time to rate and review the podcast. This really helps the podcast grow and reach more people. I would love to connect with you. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, and on TikTok. And if you want to find out more about me and what I do, check out my website, www.chasingspirituality.com. I hope your day is full of magic. Until next time. Wait, before you go, I want to share how you can receive a free reading with me. Listeners of the podcast, if you go and leave me a review on Apple and then send me that review to ChasingSpirituality.com, you can get a chance to win a free reading of your choice. This can be psychic or mediumship. Once a month, I will choose one of the listeners to receive the reading. And I won't pull your name out of the drawing until you're chosen. This will help the podcast grow, but will also allow me to give back to my listeners. Hope to hear from you soon.